Welcome to Kindly Gifted. I'm your host, Kate Tarantiva, and I can't wait to unwrap the world of influence with you. Every day, your gifted episodes, see what I did there, to help you become fluent in the business of creativity and learn the best kept industry secrets to creating an online presence worth remembering. It's really like having a momager on speed dial. So let's dive into it. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. There's a new type of creator on the rise, for lack of a better term. Um, And this one excites me very much because it has to do with the kind of creative talent space. Um, And previously, a lot of these people were very much behind the scenes. And I'm going to explain what I mean. So at this time, according to Deloitte, 58% of creators make less than $50,000 a year. And a lot of that has to do with the fact that you've been programmed if that if you go on social media to make money, you're either advertising an existing business that you have, right? Or using yourself to do that. You are, um, you know, doing so to document like a learning journey, therefore kind of treating it as like a hobby or of some sort. Or you go on there to be a social media influencer with the goal of making money from brand deals. And something that's starting to kind of happen is we see a lot of these, like I said, makers come out from behind the scenes, creative talent, who are making money both as creators and as freelance talent, essentially, and then ending up to form um, production agencies or marketing agencies or just really kind of operating independently and being represented by talent agencies as creative talent. And the first time I saw this, I actually do not remember the the woman's name. So, oops, um, minus one Virgo point for me. However, she's really well known for making ads at home. Like that's how she started was she was filming commercials for stuff that she had around the house. And I'm talking like when she was showing behind the scenes of this, it looked like a very low budget setup. And then the final product was absolutely impeccable. It was so well done. The art direction was lovely. The way it was directed and produced was brilliant. It it was so well done. And she started sharing all of these commercials kind of organically. Like nobody was paying her to create this stuff. I think that like a lot of other creatives that are hopping on social media, she either did so because, um, you know, this was an, an outlet for her or this was a career that she wanted to be a part of and she couldn't because the creative industry is like gatekeepy as fuck. And um, this is coming from somebody who works in that industry, okay? Um, so... She was like, you know, fuck it. I'm just going to try to create my own thing, share my passion. Let's make a career out of it. Um, And 
now she's being hired by some of the world's largest brands to create commercials for them and is working with like multi-million dollar budgets to do so, which is incredible and also very well deserved. Um, and so my point in saying that is you don't have to go on social media to be an influencer or be, um, you know, a content creator, like running a social media account for a brand if that's not what you want to do. And if you also don't want to be like a speaker or some sort of like, you you know, tech startup founder or, you know, brand owner or whatever, there are other ways that you can generate revenue and not have to do some of those things that you don't want to do and also not only have to rely on brand partnership income. I say this a lot to the um, influencers that are part of my creator community, but also clients in general who often have this misconception that like, if I'm going to generate revenue on social media, it's either because I already have to have another business and I then act as like an entrepreneurial personal brand, which can be beneficial, but it's beneficial if you really like have other businesses that you're building or advertising for. Um, Or that you have to go to social media influencer route and like generate money from brand deals. And that's like not your only option. Um, There is, especially if you're, if you're somebody who has a lot of creative talent, like there's a graphic designer called Andrea Zizov and funny story. Actually, we did match on Tinder when I used to live in New York. So it's really hilarious to see him like very frequently on my FYP now, but in any case, (laughs) he's a very talented musician and um, graphic designer. And He's started by like sharing some of his music, but also showing off his design skills, teaching people how to design things. And I think the minute he started teaching people how he does things or um, providing them with insight on how they can do something similar, that's when he started getting a large influx of like people contacting him for album covers or posters or merch um, in his very signature design style that that is very characteristic to him um there is a very well-known producer who recently joined tiktok emil nava and i think that tiktok has significantly helped him secure more jobs but also act as like a source of inspiration for up-and-coming people um talent in the like you know director producer world um dj isaac likes That's what he goes by. I don't know if that's actually his name, but his stage name is Isaac Likes. Um, If you've seen those stickers around New York City and some of the other cities that say I like you um, with an exclamation point, those that's like part of his whole brand. Um, And at the end of every single video, he'll he'll say whatever he needs to say and then he'll go, I like you. Um, Anyway, he's a DJ. And so I think he was a fashion editor before and then became a DJ. And now he like uses some of his TikTok content to teach people how to become a DJ and how to do all that stuff. And um, he gets invited to DJ for like the Met and other corporate events and things like that. So there's other ways that you can um, generate revenue and like create an income, especially if you're really creative and you make stuff, you know, you make music, you um, produce music, you direct, you art direct, you are um, a copywriter, you're a graphic designer, a web designer, like there's other ways that you can generate social media. And then you can, 
if you do decide to work with brands, maybe there's a way that you can create a brand partnership similar to how um, Emily Zuge did it. She started creating satirical content around like graphic design and um, she redesigned logos in a shittier way than, than they were originally. And some of the companies that she designed logos for actually use them. And she got a lot of press for this type of content because it was entertaining and hilarious and satirical and like made for people with a humor bone in their body. Um, and that uh, actually drove even more traffic to her her art business, which she's she's an artist. And so people were hiring her for commissions and other types of things. She was doing brand deals um, from the perspective of an artist and like, the way that she was redesigning logos. I think Microsoft actually even sent her a laptop with her logo that she designed for them on it, which was kind of cool. Um, so if you have maker kind of talents, right, you enjoy actually making something, um, whether it's a product, whether it's an ad, whether it's um, an album cover, a website, what have you, definitely don't think that social media can't help you with that. You never know who's watching and you can, there's never enough, you know, creative talent. <laughs> and for me, like I said earlier that this industry is very much like gate capped. It's very, there's, it goes in, in layers and like, you don't really know about a lot of stuff until you start working in the industry and to get to start working in the industry, you have to have certain training, you have to have a certain portfolio. There's a, it's a high barrier to entry. And so I love seeing, um, creators who were self-taught or who are just trying to carve out their own path in their own space and not comply with the existing marketing and advertising frameworks and do their own thing. It just like makes me really happy because I really wish that I, saw people like that earlier, but that's not really where we were in the creator economy. Um, so yeah, I think that we are moving away from people thinking that like, you just need to be a social media influencer. You can make money on things that are beyond brand deals, um, and build whole businesses through social media or use the personal brand that you're building for yourself to now be an advisor um, if you're like a serial entrepreneur or to, you know, be loosely connected to other businesses that you have, but now, you know, teach people about some other interests that you have. Um, I was speaking to a prospective client about a few weeks ago who um, founded a, a minimal like undergarments company and she was interested in building a personal brand because a lot of the things that she personally would want to talk about, she can't really do on the brand account because the brand has specific guidelines and values and specific a specific niche that like they shouldn't be straying from if they want to be known for something, right? So she was thinking about building a personal brand to like talk about minimalism and what that really means and that she was raised in a minimal household and like um, kind of busting some myths around that, but also helping other people adopt a minimal lifestyle and, you know, what that can mean for you, how that can be beneficial for you. Um, and so that can be another way that you establish a personal brand and sense that like, yeah, you have a business, but you also want to pursue this passion that you have, um, and not have to do it on your business account or your company account, you can do it separate from that. So there's just so many different ways that you can do it. But if you are a maker and you're not somebody who's very comfortable, like 
getting dressed in front of the camera and doing all of the like social media influencer stuff like there's still so much possibility for you to build a career through the passions that you have and and start unique income streams for yourself that very much are different from what the social media landscape is used to. Thanks for tuning in to Kindly Gifted. To support the podcast, please leave a review, share with your friends, and don't forget to subscribe. Make sure you follow me on TikTok at Kate Mob for more creative secrets from the internet's momager. See you on the next episode of Kindly Gifted.